right now, the world couldn't be more chaotic. History shows us what gold does when the world goes crazy. It goes up in value. Right now, we're in unprecedented times. The pandemic, the war in Ukraine, the devaluation of the U.S. dollar. Gold and other precious metals are a defense measure against the hyperinflation that's happening right now. So what can you do to protect yourself? This is what you do. Call my friend, Alan Johnson, at United Gold Group. He's dedicated to helping people secure their retirement income. He'll help you with gold, silver, and other precious metals and show you how to set up your own self-directed IRA. Safe and secure, United Gold Group makes gold ownership easy and affordable. There couldn't be a better time. Call now and get a Silver American Eagle proof set with a qualified IRA. Call 800-753-8534. Again, that's 800-753-8534 or visit unitedgoldgroup.com. I'm Clyde Lewis, and you're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. If you'd like to hear the podcast in its entirety, sign up at Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The number is to call tonight, 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. I can't believe it's Friday. I uh, a week's flown by. I think we're now leaving behind all the Halloween stories, right? Because <laughs> Halloween's over. Gotta start talking about Thanksgiving and Christmas. No, I don't know. Yeah, I know. You know, now we can level off a bit, do a little parapolitical. We can talk about that before the election midterms. That's going to be uh, Tuesday. Some people are already mailing in their ballots, so I'm getting an idea here of what's going on. But uh, got a lot to think about over the weekend, so I'm going to hold off a bit, you know, with a little bit of a, you know, I did a couple of those shows a couple days ago. But there is one paranormal story for a Friday, and I waited to talk about this story, never got around to it. So I thought that now would be a good time as any to get out of the way. Uh, and and the thing is, is that I think this story is actually going to thrill you a little bit. It's going to thrill you and, you know, get you thinking before your cold weekend comes and you have to turn your clocks back. Everything gets dark around four o'clock. And as I said, you know, November, I'm starting to feel the effects of November because I, I keep forgetting that when the cold comes in, the pain starts hurting you and you start feeling the aches and pains of being old. But you think about, and I got to thinking about Thanksgiving all of a sudden. I thought, oh, man. Pretty soon we'll be eating the turkey, we'll be having the stuffing, it's going to be good stuff. And I know that for some people, it's going to be one of the most traveled times of the year. Because I know people are already booking their hotels and flights as they wish to fly over the river and through the woods to grandmother's house. Or maybe to some old friend's house, you know, for the turkey and all the other stuff. I knew people used to eat Chinese food on Thanksgiving, which I thought was interesting. It's always a I thought it was Christmas, you're supposed to eat Chinese food, but they ate it uh, on Thanksgiving. So either take a bus, which would be, I don't know, be a hassle because, you know, buses are held in the snow. Uh, you can take a train. I like trains, but they take too long. And then you take a plane. Planes, of course, we're told are the safest way to travel. The only problem is if there is a crash you're more than likely not going to survive. You're just not going to survive that crash. I mean, come on. 
And you, you know, when you're sitting there and they're telling you all these things you have to do if the plane crashes or if it lands in the water, I'm sure many of you don't even pay attention to it because you're thinking, nah, I'm going to get to where I'm going to go. Everything's cool. But then you have that, that, that intrusive thought, you know, every once in a while, I don't know about you, but every once in a while when I'm on a plane, I get the intrusive thought of what if it falls out of the sky just immediately after we take off or what if it falls out of the sky before we land or what if a plane I was on collided into a mountain or, or if it collided with another plane. Now, this happened over my house in Kearns, Utah. I lived in Kearns, Utah, and it was back in 1987. It was a snowy day in January. SkyWest Airlines Flight 1834 collided in midair with a Mooney M20. Now, the M20 pilots wanted to restricted airspace, and my house was about a mile and a half away from Salt Lake Airport number two, which was called South Valley Regional Airport. It's in South, it was West Jordan, not South Jordan, but West Jordan. West Jordan and Kearns are kind of like neighbors. So the SkyWest Airlines aircraft, which was 30 minutes late, was on final approach to Salt Lake City International Airport. And then the Mooney M20, that took off from airport number two or South Valley Regional. And what it was, it was, it was a flight instructor and his student. And they were flying into restricted airspace. Now, the air traffic controller watching the area didn't recognize that there was danger there when the Mooney pilots wandered into this restricted airspace. And this is how I remember it. So if, if anything's changed, then it's because I just remember how this went. The Mooney, the Mooney uh, plane, it was, a, it was a, you know, one of those small craft, flew into restricted airspace. Uh, probably it was approach space from Salt Lake City International Airport came in and the controller was not aware of any danger, no problems. So this small plane on the radar came in and shocked the pilots. I mean, it shocked the, the air traffic controllers. So they immediately said to the SkyWest pilots, they said, you need to turn, get out of the way of this plane. Well, they made the turn and the weather was, like I said, it was snowy. It was, uh, it was kind of, I guess you could say foggy, you know, the, the, the you know how it is when you have a snowstorm and you have that kind of residual fog, that cold fog that's that's hugging the ground. Well, I guess that was up there. The you know the distance, the you know they couldn't see what was in front of them. It was so you know cloudy and scary. So apparently, these SkyWest pilots went to turn. They made the turn, and the plane collided with the plane, other plane, the the, the Mooney aircraft collided. So there was this big boom, and everybody heard it. it sounded like thunder. I was like I, I was about what, two streets down or three streets down, almost near where the crash, everybody came down out of the sky. It was kind of creepy. There was um, parts flying everywhere. Like I said, I was about, what, a mile, I'm trying to think, a mile away working at the elementary school near my home. And there was a Catholic school that was just down the street from where I was. And what was creepy is they were the, the kids were sitting in the Catholic school and they're looking outside, and they're seeing burning debris coming down out of the sky, landing in the playground. And then eventually they started seeing pieces of human flesh falling out of the sky. And uh, so they had to close the playground. They had to close the school. And all these bodies were littering the playground. And there was also a torso that had fallen just three houses down from where I lived. Some bodies were hanging from the trees, and what was brutal, and this is really sick, 
What was brutal is, is that people were standing next to the bodies snapping pictures. Authorities had to open a temporary morgue at the Catholic church near the, the school, the Catholic school, and they had to go around and they had to find the victims and recover them and bring them to the, the morgue setup that was there. So, And there was a huge uproar. And I remember this. It was like really weird. But there was this huge uproar from the community because, like I said, there were people taking pictures of the bodies hanging out of the, uh, hanging in the trees. And one person even took a picture of him holding a severed head. And it was just, oh, my God. It was terrifying to think that. And people were angry. I know, I know it's a very macabre story to share about flying in an airplane. But I know Halloween is still lingering. And it's uh, a little something to tell you about. Because we're going to talk about all this stuff tonight on Ground Zero. 503-225-0860. It's 503-225-0860. I'm Clyde Lewis. You are listening to Ground Zero. And we'll be back. You just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. If you'd like to hear previous shows along with having access to our online library and social media platform... Sign up now at Aftermath.media. It's only $10 a month, and there's also yearly specials to fit your budget. Again, go to Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and thank you for supporting Ground Zero.